Hi guys, welcome to another episode of On Ghetto Stories. It's your girl Agnes, but some of you guys know me as Agnesita. Stay tuned. Today's episode is going to be on dating. I figured I've been talking about relationships and partners in the last two episodes. I figured why not just talk about dating in itself as some people were curious and wrote me on my DM and you know, your request has been heard. So there really isn't any structured way to go about this, but I'll talk about, for example, a lot of people ask, how do I find someone? How how do you find someone to date, Agnes? Where do you get those men from? That cracks me up so bad, but it's not that hard. It's not math, honestly. So I'll let you in on a few tricks, and hopefully you should be good to go out there in the dating world. First and foremost, if you haven't been out on a date ever, I suggest you do so. I've heard a lot of girls say, They've been in a relationship, but honestly, they don't remember the time the guy or girl took them out on a date. And that just, I'm flabbergasted by that, like, response, because I feel like dating is essentially what leads into a relationship. Like getting to know each other, but making it officially by taking you out, showing you around coming to get you from your place like these are dating process and no girl should have to settle for less i repeat no girl should have have to settle for less when it comes to the dating process because honestly this is the platform and foundation to how your old relationship is going to be shaped out to look like And if you do not set the precedence from the get-go, it's honestly going to have a slight effect on your relationship because this basically means you gave him the upper hand and you made him treat you or take care of you in this way and he's going to think, oh, she's not that much work, in quotation mark. That much work. I don't know why guys like to use that term on us, but whatever. (laughs) So what is an example of how dating should look like? Because for people out there, they might not really know what it means. And um, I will give you basically two examples. Like a low budget date and a high budget date. And honestly... It it doesn't mean anything, it just means how much you can handle, how big or small your pocket is. That's why I want to give these two scenarios, because I don't want guys out there thinking, oh, if I don't have up to this, then I shouldn't go out on a date with someone. On the contrary, of course you should go out, on, out with someone on a date, but with someone you know you can handle, with someone you know, okay, you're not falling short of you know so for the first example let's say it's summertime and um let's say you're in the university because i know a lot of my fan base 
most of them are still in the uni. So let's say you're a freshman or in the second year and um, you want to take someone out on a date. So you could actually go up to that person, of course, when they're less stressed and just say, hey, how is it going? How are the courses? Do you like your programs and all that? How long have you been, you know, living in this city? Where are you from? You know, those little cheat chat just to loosen up the person's um, feel. And then from there on, be like, if the person is a foreigner, of course, just be like, wow, so you're here alone? You don't have any boyfriend or girlfriend, like, texting you on your phone and being insecure that you're far away from them on a distance place. This is just like a hint you're trying out there. So that way he or she replies back like, oh, no, I don't have a boyfriend. Or, oh, yes, I do have a boyfriend or girlfriend, you know, something like this. And let's say the reply is that she doesn't have a boyfriend. Let's go for that. Then you can be like, oh, well, that's great because, you know, I'm actually interested in you. So I'm glad you don't have one. Um, how does your week look like during this week or this weekend? I was thinking maybe we can just go out, get to know each other more, chit-chat. And let's just assume the other person's um, attitude is positive and she's smiling or giggling, whatever the case may be. Then you just say, okay, um, let me get your number. Or facebook or dm because nowadays this generation it's different with social media so obviously they might probably just want to get to your social media like let me get your facebook so once uh they have your details just say okay i'll let you know what we're gonna do later and all that stuff because you don't want to seem like a creep like you've been planning everything for like way way before that you know saying oh let's do this and that and that so (laughs) later on let's say in the evening or day after you can just be like hey it was nice talking to you so I'm really excited you know I was thinking let's go to this walk you know in this um, park side they usually have this really cool um mini concert on the side we can go listen or you can say hey you know what, there's this group of people having a jam session downtown. I was thinking we could go together, go listen and, you know, have some beer or a glass of wine, whatever the case may be. Sometimes, you know, this new generation, like I'm always saying in the uni, they prefer just beer, keep it casual, that type of thing. And also, they don't want it so um I, I guess some people they're very they have anxiety when it comes to like oh date date they're like oh my god what should I do what should I wear you know so you have to kind of keep it like semi semi formal and yeah that's how to ask someone out on a date if you're let's say just a student you know trying to survive out here in the streets <laughs> so now The second example of, let's say, a high-budget kind of date, these, literally, this is for my girls out there that do not accept anything less. Like, they are very high-maintenance. And, honestly, 
what I mean by high maintenance, because I feel like guys, they give it really a bad connotation. It shouldn't have to be a bad connotation. I'm just saying, if you see a girl out there, especially on her Instagram, you see how well she's dressed, how well she's put together, how her whole structure of her Instagram looks like, very fascinating, and you double tap and move on to messaging and DMing her, like, what's up, I want to take you out. Honey, you have to live up. You have to live up to the expectations because, honestly, you saw that she was high maintenance. Like, she's nothing less, like... All the things she put together, the hair, especially for black women, you know, our hair be costing fortune, okay? That's money. And, you know, the makeup, you see the shoes she's wearing, they're from Guess, you see the bag, they're Louis or they're like Gucci. Like, of course, you cannot be telling her, hey girl, I want to take you out for a beer. Excuse me? Do I look like I drink beer? <laughs> Even if they do drink that, honestly, you need to come correct because if you come really whack in the first like settings, the first layout, you just offer something that's just very demeanor to them, <laughs> you're just X'd out forever. They will not give you the time of the day another time because I, it's just it's just gonna you know how they always say, like, first impression lasts longer. So they will X you out of their life, honestly. So you guys pay attention to this advice of how you can approach a girl and offer her out or, you know, set a date with her. So most people normally um, chat and talk on dm but i want to just give an example of a real life even how to approach someone physically rather than hiding behind your phone so let's say you meet them outside somewhere in the restaurant you know let's say for example that part would do you could just you know you know, sometimes you're in the restaurant where you're just staring at each other, staring, you're staring, just you know there's an eye watching you and, you know, you're trying to look cute, eat your food, but you're also staring back once in a while. So once you see that, okay, they're also staring right back at you, you too, you know, you're giggling low-key, <laughs> all this cute stuff then obviously you know it's a green light. Obviously you know the interest is mutual. Now what you need to do next as a real gentleman, okay? Anyone can be a gentleman, not just older guys can be gentlemen, okay? Once you're 25 and above, honey, you can be a gentleman, okay? So learn. <laughs> so what you need to do next now from this point on is... If let's say you're leaving earlier, you could just, you know, um go inside to the uh let's say the restaurant, you go inside, you call the waiter that's been um serving the table. You tell them that you would like to pay for the lady sitting at the table. Of course, if there are more than one person, maybe she's sitting over with a friend and you want to be even more cooler, you can pay for both. And if not, you can just pay simply for the girl you're interested in. 
And obviously before that, you also have a short note in your hands just to present to the, to give to the waiter, to give to the lady afterwards, to hit you up on his number. And of course, I'm sure the lady will write you back like, thank you for the dinner or something. But even if it doesn't, then it's just a risk you're willing to take just to see if the girl is interested or not. And if you do not want to go that route, you can simply just go straight to her while she's, you know, not eating, but let's say after food, she's drinking and relaxing, talking. You can just go there or wait till one of them goes to the toilet. Either the friend goes to the toilet and then you have your chance to slide in and just be like, hey, how you doing, blah, blah, blah. Or... When she gets up to go to the toilet, then <laughs> don't be a creep. Don't be a creep, honestly. <laughs> I really wanted to say you can follow her. But yeah, that sounds, well, it doesn't matter. In this case, it's acceptable. You can just, you know, wait like two minutes after she's gone. Then you go just to wait for her to get back from the loo. And then you can just be like, hey, I saw you over at the table. You look beautiful. What's a pretty girl like you doing out here in the streets, in this restaurant? And you can chit-chat, talk, and be like, hey, are you single or not? And let's say she says, oh, I'm not single. Then you say, hey, I'd like to get to know you more. Is there a way I can get your number and we can go out on a date? Just keep it short, simple. Don't feel scared, even though I know... There's so many things running through a guy's head. But just keep talking because honestly, we women, we're a bit like flattered on the inside, but we're just trying to keep it cute on the outside. Then I'm probably sure she she would no doubt give you the number. Honestly, she will no doubt she's going to give you her number. Of course, being and gentleman, you're collecting the number not the social media crap and all that stuff. Then from there on out, you can still decide to tell the waiter to uh, that you're going to foot the bill or not, or simply leave. And later on, find a really like four or five star restaurant, call them to reserve a place for two on a Friday night or Saturday night around 8 9 p.m and then you call her saying hey i reserve a place for two for both of us at this so 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 restaurant i can pick you up at 7 30 or i send a taxi over to your place to pick you up so send me your address and hope to see you soon honestly you're not calling to tell her hey are you free on this day 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 no, because some girls also, they also like to play hot to get like, hey, I'm not, you know, even though they're free, they'll tell you I'm busy or, oh, I'm meeting a friend. So you being a gentleman who can take the lead, you honestly just have to go in for the kill, meaning just giving her all the details that you've done this and that. And all that's left is for her to get dressed and you're picking her up at this time. They will be flattered because that also shows that 
you're a man, you know how to plan well. And, you know, because there's some guys, they always, oh, what would you like to eat or where would you like to go? Sometimes girls don't want to have to be doing the thinking. Of course, we wouldn't mind picking here and there. But sometimes it's nice for you to just take the initiative, to take the lead and just do it. Hell, just surprise them, you know, because the first impression, like I always say, is last longer. And that's it, guys. That's honestly how to approach and take a a girl out on a date. It's not that hard now, is it? Okay, so I'm sure the girls now are going to be asking, But where can I find a man? Where can I find a guy? Well, my honest answer is, you can't. You you just, like, don't go out there looking for someone because you would not find them. You know, you know what they say, like, when you're desperate to get something, you honestly don't. You get something when you least expect it. That probably would be, you know, you know when you're in a relationship and suddenly everyone is DMing you, everyone is texting you here and there because you were not looking. You were just chilled. You were just doing your own thing. You were relaxed. You were glowing. And this glowing was showing out there. And people wanted that glow of yours. So the best advice is not to look, honestly, but... I'll give you tips on how you can put yourself out there, okay? Put yourself out there, but not with the intention of, oh, I hope by the end of today I see someone that's going to come up to me and ask for my number, or I see someone out there that's going to want to take me out, you know, just how you do it. So I'm going to give you, let's say, a few tricks, let's say. So for starters you have to be able to go out more often. Like they say, a guy ain't going to fall from heaven (laughs) or he's not going to come knocking at your door. So you actually have to put yourself out there. Let's say with the little things like going out to get your groceries. Dress well, make it a habit. You know, it's not a one-time thing, obviously. You need to kind of make it a habit to... Go out there dressed well. Obviously, I'm not saying put on makeup and everything, but let your dressing be assembled. You know, let your style be assembled properly. Go out there, little things like that. Go with some friends to some mini concerts, some music jam sessions, or just simply to the uh, bar, like a mini open bar just to talk, relax and all that. If it's a summertime, go out in the park for a walk. Of course, looking cute as always. Go out for a park as always. Take a book with you or, you know, go with headphones or go for jogging in the morning or evening time. Go to cute restaurants, like not above your budget range, but within your budget range go there sometimes i have a friend that hmm, she has no problem going to eat alone i kid you not she can eat alone she doesn't mind she loves the company of herself that's awesome for me i can do this when i travel alone 
but <laughs> I have so much friends that every chance I get to go out to eat, I always invite at least one or two friends of mine to join me. But, you know, who knows? Maybe I'll take a page from her book. But this can also be something for you if you're someone who likes the company of yourself. Go out there to cute restaurants that has a perfect view of the sea, of the lakeside, of simply just the nightlife. Go there for a drink, even if you cannot afford the food. Just relax yourself, contemplate on your life, contemplate or strategize on how you're going to, you know, move on with your next goal that you have in mind. All of that stuff, you know, that will keep you company enough. Look around the, the, the restaurant, scan through the room. Not like, oh, who's cute here? But like, wow, like get to know a bit your surroundings and all that. Go to gatherings, go to events, join an organization where you can meet often. Be in a church group or I don't know, whatever group out there that interests you. Because honestly, your future partner could be anywhere. They could be in any of these things. That's why you have to do what actually interests you. You know what I mean? Like, if you don't want to find someone from the club, don't go to the club. You get what I mean? I know some of you might be asking, but what if I'm an introvert? What should I do? I don't like going out there. Well, okay, I have, I guess, some tricks for you too. I'm an extrovert, obviously, but I have a little tendencies of introvert. And I know how you can sort of maneuver around that. Of course, this is not to say you're never to go out and your charming guy is going to come knocking at your door. No, you still need to go out there. Obviously, like going to the groceries. This is basic necessities you probably do. And don't be like me that just does online shopping. But try to at least go out there or go with your closer friends that you're very close to. But aside from the ones I gave before, well, obviously, there are applications out there for dating stuff, especially if you're also a busy person, obviously. Then there are dating applications out there. So just download some and see how it's going to go. I know it's a bit cliche, like a lot of people is like, what, what am I going to be doing on this application? It's so corny, this, that, this, that. But I actually do have a friend from Sweden who found, I'm sure, the love of her life on this application. And they've been together three years plus and still counting. And I mean, that was amazing. And that's a rare case, obviously. But still, if it can happen to them, I'm sure it could still happen to anyone of you out there. And obviously, <laughs> someone told me you have to kiss many frogs to get to the good frogs. <laughs> I'm not, I don't honestly buy this. I do not buy this a second. Why do you have to kiss many frogs? You don't have to. Okay, you can entertain them, but you don't have to kiss many frogs. <laughs> this is how I see it. But I would say when you're creating your dating profile make it specific you need to narrow down your pool because the minute you don't have a specific interest what you like what you don't 
you're just gonna keep swiping left, right, left, right for days and weeks before you come across the person you actually like. So actually, start with the age range. Which age range do you see yourself dating from to? Start from there. I know some people think, well, you know, I like 25 and above, but let me just put 22 because who knows? My my future person could be there. No, 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 no. Go for 24, 25 like you want it. Okay, maybe just one age lower, but still be within your age range. Yes, if someone, you know, above your age range or below your age range will approach you, probably this would be in real life what you didn't expect and all that, you know? So go for that. And then please, 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 rather than people who always say, I like to do this, I like to do that, I like to do this. No, put on your bio what you do not like. Because then whoever sees that, you know, you do not like this and this is something they like, it's easier for them to also swipe left on you. You know, like it's better to just put in what you don't, you do not like, what you will never accept. And it, it's, it just makes it easier when you're profiling on these dating applications. Because obviously we know that we like a lot of stuff and even things that we do not like, but that isn't like a deal breaker for us. It's better when you also get surprised or when you get like, wow, I learned something new. or I actually enjoyed this new activities from another person, you know, like me when I was taken on a climbing date that was something I would never see myself doing because yeah I am very fit and sporty but I never thought it's something I'll be doing on a date but that was interesting you know what I mean so I didn't mind that so obviously just put for example what you would never see yourself doing like I would never want to go on a swimming on a first date for sure because your girl don't like swimming so that's that's for damn sure So right now we're going to take a break and then when we're back, I'll let you guys in on one of my on-getter stories about how a guy approached me and asked me out on a date. I mean, it was just so cute and like, you know, telenovela skit shit, but I dig it, I dig it, honestly. So catch you guys later after the break. If you're home searching and contemplating on what next movie to watch, look no further because I have the perfect movie for you to watch this week. It's called Citation and it's a Netflix original that was released just a few days ago. If you don't have a Netflix account, just borrow a friend's account and watch this movie. You will not regret it. It's a Nigerian movie and also merged with French languages. This movie is inspired by issues that's been going on in Nigeria and also other parts of the country can relate to this as well. This is the issue whereby professors in higher institutions and colleges sexually harass students in order to be able to pass them or grade their work. I'm glad they are finally shedding light upon these issues because it's been going on for too long. Take a look at this movie. And DM me on my Instagram, Agnesita, and tell me what you think about it. Have a great day. 
just want to take this opportunity to congratulate my Americans out there on their new president and vice president. This will forever go down in history as this is the first ever in the history of Americans for them to have a person of color who is a vice president and for that matter, a woman of color. That is amazing. She's half Jamaican, half Indian. So really, times are changing right, right now, and I'm really happy for the change. On the other hand, huh, it's crazy to know that Trump administration, or rather Trump himself, is making it really difficult for the whole transitioning. But I want to tell you guys, stay strong and hang in there, and whether he likes it or not, he's going to evacuate the White House. And also a funny thought that came to to my mind is like 2020 must have really been hard on him like he had covid he lost his job and now he's about to evacuate the palace <laughs> you know this meme with this song that's been going around on instagram lately lately you're about to lose your job <laughs> you're about to lose your job i think you guys know how it ends if you know you know Anyways, guys, congratulations, and I cannot wait to see what Joe Biden is going to do with the administration and the economy of the United States. Welcome back, guys. So, yeah, let's dive right in into this juicy story. Well, it was years back, actually, when I um, ended a relationship and I actually wasn't even like, I wasn't looking for any relationship, that's first off. And even my mind wasn't even relaxed in that space to even entertain any guy or anyone at that time, honestly. And I think it was kind of like after one month even. Now that I think about it, like... <laughs> Nowadays, I feel like I don't even be taking that long time to heal and move on before I get into another relationship. <laughs> oh, goodness. But anyways, I haven't been in that. Actually, I've just been in a few relationships, honestly. But still, I think because that was my first ever relationship that I kind of ended and it was it lasted for a very, very long time, I kind of needed that time to, like, you know, just get with it and like you know just accept the fact and like move on even though I was the one who kind of ended it but fast forward um, I was gonna travel soon so I wanted to go get my nails done guys pay attention to where you guys need to put yourself out there because you never know so and I used to live in the suburb places honestly this is where <laughs> I just like to live in general. Now I'm in the city center, not, not in the city center, but still, I call it the city center, but my friends don't agree. But uh, I used to live even way far. I call it Chinatown. So I used to live really far. And there's a place where it's almost like a bazaar. I call it the ghetto area for myself. <laughs> so it's like a bazaar where they have everything and anything. So that's where I normally do go get my nails done. So I was going to just do that. That day pop right in and out. Like I wasn't even looking that cute, cute. But your girl was still looking okay, okay. Okay. 
So as I was um walking um almost to the gate entrance, then I saw a guy just like on the phone. It was on the phone, but passing by him, I thought he said hello to me. And uh, it's, he was Polish, yeah. I thought he said hello to me, so I replied back like, hello. You know how you think someone waving at you, but you ain't really the one they're waving at? Or when they say like, hi, and you think it's you, but it's someone behind you? Oh gosh, that's how I felt. So later it dawned on me that, oh, he's saying hi on the phone, actually. That was weird. But he kind of made eye contact with me. That's why I assumed he was saying hi to me anyways i just you know brushed it off shrugged it off and just kept kept it pushing like okay whatever so um i was inside the nail salon and telling them what i would like what i wanted blah 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 then um my turn came because you know i already had an appointment and yeah the lady was um prepping my nails so this same guy walks back in again saying um he would like to get his nails done and in my head i'm thinking oh i guess he must be like gay or i mean apologies to all the gay people out there but that's what i just thought i just thought he might either be gay or just someone like feminine-ish who likes to take care of their nails and all that like that was the only two um explanation or whatever that just kind of popped in my head like it wasn't like I was checking for aim out like that but that was just something that just dawned on me because I never actually saw guys coming to fix their nails but low-key I was kind of like hmm that's very like impressive Evie's a bit like you know feminine and he cares about his manicures and pedicures I don't know anyways long story short then they gave him a seat right next to me like literally right next to me like there were other places but just right next to me well but it could have been coincidental you know what I mean so he kind of was doing like the nails like you know he just wanted to you know do the basic like wash clean and all that stuff you know it wasn't like he was painting or anything <laughs> so um he sat next to me I was like hey yeah you live around here I'm like yeah 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 I just you know this is where I like to get my nails done blah 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 long story short we ended up talking and I ended up mentioning my alumni, and he was like, oh, wow, really? I went there before, so I graduated, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, that's cool. And then he was like, yeah, what's your Facebook? And long story short, he was like, wow, we have some mutual friends, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay. So, you know, in my head, I was just kind of like talking. And, you know, you know, if you've ever been in the nail salon, you know, sometimes it can just be boring. You're just doing the same old, same old. So... I was like, why not talk and just, you know, pass time by? Long story short, I started telling me stories about a guy that is like our mutual friend, but he's like not a good person, whatnot. I didn't even care, but whatever. So he finished his nails and uh, he went outside. So I kind of thought he left almost, but he didn't say goodbye. But I thought maybe he left or he went to like pick a call I don't know so 
after a while he came back and he had like two um mugs in his like in his hands and he was like oh this is for you um he gave me like coffee and i was like oh uh sorry i don't drink coffee like he had latte or something like this and i was like i don't drink coffee it's like oh i'm sorry i just went you know to the nearby coffee place to get you a coffee i'm like that's sweet but thanks but you know I only drank tea and all that stuff. It was like, oh, okay. So he took it and he took it right back again. And after a short while, he came in again with like, um, was it iced tea or lemon? I don't even know, something else, but something with tea. And that was like a bit better. Maybe it was hot chocolate, could have been. Yeah, but anyways, I was like, oh, that's even cute because I thought... <laughs> I don't even know what I was thinking, but that was cute that he went back to, you know, get something better for me. So I drank it and everyone in the nail salon, you know, how these Asian women be like, they were like already giggling, gossiping and just like, but more, I would say more positive vibe because they were smiling, they were laughing and all that stuff because they could see what's going on, you know, in my head, I'm like, wow, why is this guy like acting so cute with all of this stuff? So later on within our conversation, we were just like talking and um, I mentioned something about an Afro restaurant that was closed down and he was like, oh, I know another place. I'm like, you too, really? It's like, yeah, yeah, I like, you know, African food. I like spice. You know what they say about people who like spice. I'm like, what they say about people who like spice? He was like, well, they say they're good and bad. And I started laughing. Uh, but, you know, I actually do, I do believe that statement. And now I always say that statement. I tell the, that to my friends or whoever I'm out with. But yeah, that was, he was the first person that told me that. So anyways, then later he told me, yeah, I could take you there to the African store uh, restaurant. You know, it's, it's like in another district. I'm like, really? I never heard of it. It was like, don't worry, I'll take you, blah, blah, blah. We can go right now if you have nothing to do. I'm like, well, I actually don't have anything to do, but if you can wait for me till I'm done with my nails... He was like, of course I will. And I'm like, yeah, and I need to go home to kind of like change a bit because now, you know, when you're doing your nails, kind of your trousers are a bit like dusty from the from the whole like nail dust and all that. So I wanted to change that. And I kind of wanted to dress a bit to look cute because I didn't think I was going to go back to the city center that day. But he was fine with it. He was like, yeah, I'll wait for you. Sure, I'm going to go with you. Like, doesn't matter. So once I was done with my nails, then he took out cash and he paid for me. Like, that was so strange. I was like, no, you don't have to. You don't have to. He, he did. Normally, actually, I think um, he had card or something. But they were like, yeah, they only accept cash. And he had to go outside and apparently um, he had like a friend that was kind of like a brother-ish to him. So he gave him the cash and then he came to pay. But he told his friend, like I could, I could kind of understand Polish, that he like he told him to leave and just he would join him later, whatever. So he left. Then later we were just, you know... Um, walking to the parking lot so you know he could um drive me to kind of to my place which was which was really nearby so I could change 
and I was thinking, you know, I wasn't thinking at first, like, like, what kind of car, I just knew it was a normal car kind of thing, so, I just went to the dark uh, car, and it was like, oh, here, on the other side, you know, like, come sit on that on the other side then it was the white bentley and i was like oh okay (laughs) like i wasn't expecting it but i kept it cool i was like that's cute okay then later it dawned in my head like what the hell is a guy with the like what the hell is a guy with a Bentley car doing in my ghetto ass bazaar market to do his nails. <laughs> so as he was driving me, I asked him this question and it was like, well, I saw you walk by. So that's why I also wanted to come in there and get my nails done, find a reason so I could talk to you and all that. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like that's what I just like thought in my head like that is so cute you know but outside I was like oh okay (laughs) so you see how girls be like we are so flattered but outside we're just trying to keep it cool anyways then we were just talking about our age blah 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 and I think he was the first person I ever kind of like dated that was a bit like older and this is my old journey of starting to fancy and date like older guys which will be another segment for another on ghetto stories okay but he wasn't that far off he just said it was like 30 something like 32 34 and I was at that time uh, 23 and I mean that was (laughs) I mean, now that I think about it, I'm always laughing at myself. But back then, I was like, oh, my God, he's so older. Because I never dated someone that that older before. But anyways, so let's stick with our story so far. So he dropped, he dropped me home. He waited, by the way, in the car for like about 25, 30 minutes and he didn't even complain. He didn't even text me like, are you coming down? He just waited. He was like, I'm going to wait for as long as possible. Take your time. <laughs> I could have taken a whole shower for all, like, you know, and he was still wait. But that was really nice that he was a patient dude. Then um, we drove to this supposedly African um, restaurant, but... It was closed. It was closed, guys. I was really, really hoping I'd had I would have an African food because it had been a really long time, and I knew I was also traveling out of the country. So I was like, now it's my it's my chance to eat an African food, and someone is taking me out like unexpected date. <laughs> but it was closed, and he was like, okay, it's okay. Let's just go to another place, and you know. He didn't even have to make a reservation. We went to this fancy-ass top five-star place. And as soon as we got in, like, you know, I guess the waiter and the manager there kind of knew him. And they were like, hey, like, you know, just sharing um, gestures. And they gave us a really nice table close by the piano. And that day there was a guy playing a really, really mellow, mellow piano sound like... Oh my god, the pianist was so good. He felt so romantic, y'all. Like we had 
a whole appetizer, main course, like dessert, like tea, everything. So that was really like how the whole story of like dating was. Like that date was special, guys. And then, yeah, he drove me. No, actually, not even back home. Then after that, we went to um a cocktail bar. <laughs> that cocktail bar is really fancy. We also drank, talked, whatnot. Like we did everything. And later, um, he was gonna drop me back home because it was really late. And then we started like I guess in the car. I kind of really liked him. I kissed him. You on a first date. Oh my. God, and I never do that before, but I did because I was just feeling his vibe. I was feeling his spontaneity, like you know, he was just down to earth, like, and we almost got into a crash because of the kissing. I was like, okay, let's just keep it cool. So he drove me back home. Long story short, and you know, I live in the suburb, coming all the way from the city center. Then I got home, coming to find out I forgot my bag. <laughs> oh, what a day, though. I mean, I don't know what I was thinking, what I was feeling that even made me forget my bag. And my bag had my passport in it and everything. So um, he just called another friend that went there and grabbed it and came to give me. Like, that was so, like, nice of him. Anyways... That was what happened that night. Like, it was such a dope-ass date on that day. <laughs> and, yeah, he went back home, y'all. No worries. He didn't, he didn't come over to my place, my apartment. No, 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 no. So, um, and we met, obviously, in the future, later, frequently, more and more, blah, blah, blah. But that day just stuck out to me most because... Of basically how the whole approach, how the whole like unexpectedness, like I wasn't expecting anything, like I was just going with the flow and that just happened. And you know, actually sometimes the most unexpected things are the most like unique experience ever, I think. But yeah, every time I think about that story, I never thought about it till I'm telling you right now. It just puts a smile to my face. Because when that happened, it made me realize, okay, Agnes, you're ready to be out there again to date. And it means you're actually, like, you finally completely healed from your last, like, relationship. Because I didn't think it would be that quick for me to get over it. But I was over it. And I never thought, like, for a second about my, like, ex during the whole date. So... That just signified like, okay, it's a step further. It's a, it's a good step for me moving forward from there on. That's it on my own ghetto story for today. By the way, guys, I wanted to announce that I'll start having my podcast episode once in a week or once in two weeks. Yeah, I know, guys, don't kill me yet. I can explain. First and foremost, I really want to give you guys great quality content. And also, obviously, there are going to be lengthy videos, as most of you guys have requested on my DM. But also, I have to put into consideration that not all my listeners have the time to listen 
two, three times a week due to their work or their studies. And besides, this is not a limited series and I'm not going to be going anywhere anytime soon. So I have this podcast for as long as I can keep doing it. So yeah, every week or every once in two weeks, you all can always listen to my new episodes. Thank you guys for listening and staying tuned till now. If you like this episode or you would like me to talk about something else in my next episode or you have questions, comments, anything, just DM me on my Instagram account, Agnesita, A-G-N-E-S-S-I-T-T-A and I'll get back to you guys. It's your girl Agnes on On Ghetto Stories.